Welcome to the Complete Leader Podcast, giving leaders the tools and information they need to grow and change their world. Now here's your host, Dale Dixon. How to create a focused brand. This is the Complete Leader Podcast, everything you need to become a high-performing leader. I'm your host, Dale Dixon, in studio with Justin Foster today, part of the Complete Leader faculty. Based in Austin, Texas, Justin believes inside every organization and person is a truth waiting to be amplified as a brand. Along a journey that started on a cattle ranch in eastern Oregon to 49 states and six countries, Justin has worked with leaders of just about every sector and industry. He helps them discover their truth and then convert it into vibrant, relevant brands. Co-founder of the branding firm Root and River, Justin is a relentless and optimistic advocate for unleashing the power of truth and authenticity and the systematic elimination of all things boring and stale in organizations. Justin, great to be with you. Thanks, Dale. Thanks for having me on. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to take you back to your your roots. And one of the things when we first met, we found we had in common. I'm a farm kid. You're a ranch kid. Okay. Uh, and we grew up in rural areas here in the Northwest. Uh, tell us a story about being on a ranch and how that parlayed into a life lesson for an entrepreneur? Well, I think that, I mean, there's a lot of things that come to mind, um, but I, I think it's the agricultural, and you get this too, the agricultural work ethic. Mm-hmm. When And there's a shadow to that too, which is we, we're not very, I don't think either of us are very good at relaxing. <laughs> um, there's because always in something an agricultural to do. Environment, what's that? There's always something to do. There's always something to do in an agricultural environment. And, um, so the lesson I have is I, at a minimum, and I've been in some dark times as an entrepreneur where I've lost everything. I've been down to um, a few, uh, a change in a solo cup um, to try to buy gas to go pick up a check. Um, I've, I've stared a lot of that in the face. Um, and what I've always been able to rely on is what I learned on the ranch was, is something my grandfather, who was a man of very few words, he used to say basically his two most common phrases were "let's eat" and "let's work," and and he would and the let and let's work, let's go, and he'd clap his hands and we would go. And as someone, I'm very transparent about this. That struggled uh, for many years with depression and anxiety and other uh, mental issues, um, trying to trying to align my uh, work ethic that I knew in my DNA I had to do for work I really didn't want to do, I never really could figure that out. And I kind of, in hindsight, I'm thankful for that because those two things, the depression issues and the work ethic issues, now that I'm feeling very aligned with what I'm supposed to do, um, you know, we, we, I, I don't mind getting up early and working late and traveling across the country because it's fun. And it just reminds me back to that. My grandfather, every time, every morning, especially if it's a busy day with a lot of meetings or client deadlines, I think of him clapping his hands together and going, let's work. Hmm. And I use that every day. So much wisdom uh, from, from our grandparents. So our, our topic today, how to create a focused brand. As you work with your clients, do you see that there's a lot of generalities, but a lack of focus? Yeah, especially in, you know, a good chunk of what Emily and I do, my, my business partner, Emily Sikorsi, and I do with Root and River is, let's call them uh, executive development. So they're consultants, coaches. There's a good chunk of our clients that fall into that genre. And they they tend to be generalists. 
And where that came from is they built a practice by being responsive and flexible. It's a little bit like being a handyman. And if somebody come, you hire someone to maybe fix the grout in your bathtub or the a crack in your driveway, and then you're like, hey, can you fix my sliding glass door? And I got this loose tile, and pretty soon they're, they're doing everything. But you can't build a brand around that. You can build a business or a practice, we like to say, but you can't build a brand around being a generalist because there's no identity. There's nothing that um, links everything together into a single point of focus, a single point of a brand. The other element to that then is a great concern that many um, entrepreneurs have or, or people in the executive development or coaching space have, which is they, have, uh, they worry that it's going to be too specific and too narrow and they're going to miss out on opportunities. The true test of this, Dale, is simply this. If someone says to you uh, or, or someone um, is going to give you a referral and they try to explain what you do and they'll, they clumsily go about it and they finally go, ah, you know what, just talk to him. That's a sign that you have a practice, not a brand. Because when you have a brand, the people that love you know how to talk about you. And they know exactly what you do. Yes, they know exactly what you do, why you do it, what makes you special, those elements, because it's easy for them to talk about. Um, And so um, this also happens in um, small businesses, manufacturing, um, uh, larger professional services firms, is, again, this worry that, if we don't say yes to everything, then we're going to miss out on a business opportunity. And um, we point out that when you focus, it, it creates sovereignty and ownership in the marketplace that then amplifies over and over and over again. You know, pick a, pick a lane and own it. And it's really easy for a generalist to get lost in the ocean of competition. That's right. You don't really stand out other than your reputation. And that's fine. Obviously, you need that. Uh, but you can't own the conversation. You can't differentiate uh, through the way that people feel about the value that they receive. And I've been, shoot, man, I've been guilty of this for years. And, and, and even when we were building Root and River and we kind of kept it underground in 2015, which is, are we going to be an agency? Will we do tactical stuff? Are we going to, can you buy websites through us? If, if we use freelancers, do we have the freelancers build directly? And what we ended up doing is saying no to all that. And what we do is we do brand strategy for heart-driven leaders. That's it. If you don't want a brand strategy and you're not a heart-driven leader, then we, you know, well, you refer you to an ad agency or somebody else. Um, and that, that, you know, for me in the disc profile from, um, from what, you know, Price and uh, Complete Leader teaches, I'm a high D, 100 D. And to say no to opportunity kills me. But the other side of it, I know that we have to own something and we have to own something that's rooted in why we're in business or we're just, we're just, it's just a practice. And, you know, shoot, I've been at this since 2003. I've, I've had plenty of practice, firmly intended. <laughs> so you, you basically gave us a checklist and if, if any of us have gone through and just listened to what you said and, and hit the checklist and ended up on the more generalist side, Give us some ways that we can move into specificity in what we do. Yeah, I was having a conversation with someone today. A very similar question came up, Dale. And um, this is a lady that does about six different things. And she is tired. She's overwhelmed. She, Her relationship uh, with her significant other is at risk from all of this. And I asked her, I said, what's your top gift and what makes you the most happy? And she told me, and her whole energy changed, her voice changed, her eyes lit up. 
I said, then go do that. So the starting point to your question is you got to determine your top gift. LeBron James has tattooed on his back. I think he got it when he was 14 years old. It says the chosen. Now he was, he played football and he played basketball. He was an all state wide receiver as a football player, his uh, sophomore and junior year, but he knew he was going to do something different. Sometimes it's not that obvious. Sometimes we're not six, eight, <laughs> but we all have something that gives us joy that when we do it, we think, man, I'd love to do this over and over and over again. Whatever that is, whatever that top gift is, especially if you're looking at it from a, a professional service uh, inventory of skills, the thing that gives you the most joy is the thing that will be most infectious to your clients every single time. In other words, don't look outward and go look at the marketplace and go, well, this is what the market needs. Many lessons from Steve Jobs about that. Look inward to what gives you joy and what your thing is and what your gift is as a starting point. And uh, you, you bring three specific things that we need to be doing here. What's your third? You've, we've talked about determining your top gift, yeah, your top gift other, developing a mm -hmm. movement or a heart-based message. Yeah. So let's talk about that for a minute. Um, developing a movement is the next thing, is you got to want to change the world a little bit. Um, no one is interested in your business model. They don't care. They don't care how the sausage is made. They don't care that you've got bills to pay. Um, um, what, they, what they want is they want to join a movement. So at, to create a focused brand, you have to have a focused movement. And essentially, there are only three kinds of movements to start. There's a preservation union, a preservation movement, Let's uh, like the NRA. It's a preservation movement. Um, or the environmental movement is preservation, you know, Greenpeace. The second is a uh, help us build something movement. Um, Tom's Shoes. Um, habitat for humanity, literally in that case. That's help us build something. And then the third type of movement is blow stuff up, burn it down. Let's go change the world. That would be like um, in, uh, Occupy Wall Street or the Tea Party um, as, as sort of you know literal movements. But if you're an executive coach or you are a senior leader of an organization or you're a solo entrepreneur, in order to build a focused brand, you got to take your gift and turn it into a movement and say, join me. Join me in this movement, whether it's to preserve, to build, or to burn down. Um, and then what that does, it allows you to create a heart-based message. And when you have a heart-based message, you're not speaking to the mind with features and ingredient ingredients and you know widgets and buttons and all that. You're speaking to the heart's about why they should join your movement. But for the, do do. for the entrepreneur who's saying, I know, but my product's really for everybody. That's not true. I know, that's, I know. But the, <laughs> yeah, that's the ego. This um, really gets to the heart of that. Yeah, we, I, I call that the fisherman thing. Imagine taking somebody fishing and going, well, these are all my fish in the lake. Uh, I call that, it's like an arrogant fisherman or a delusional one. Um, and it goes back to focus, is is this message that you create that's of that is a extension of that your the thing that gives you the most joy as an entrepreneur that that is that message has to be for people that believe what you believe and and to do that you have to reinforce this message through clear consistent output of content social sharing and speaking it's it's just like any other movement that's ever started. You got to go talk to people, you got to share your ideas, and you got to go create social settings where your ideas can be challenged and tested because brands happen in conversations. They don't happen in a slogan. 
anymore or on a billboard. They happen in the conversations that you have with your employees or your customers and then your customers have with each other. When you do that, you create focus because it's around a central conversation about here's why we're doing this, here's why this matters to me. And I can't, Dale, I can't emphasize enough. You can't create a focused brand without a clear focused message that's for a particular audience that's got nothing to do with demographics and everything to do with psychographics or the soul or heart of your audience. You gotta connect with their hearts in order to reach them. And my challenge, I always tell uh, uh, entrepreneurs this, if you don't know your heart, back to this whole thing about knowing what your gift is, if you don't know your heart, how in the world are you gonna know the hearts of the audience you're trying to talk to? So you need to go back and listen to the episode titled Leading is Branding to dive into that concept that, uh, that Justin just shared. Mm-hmm. So we we get through this this part of, of getting some focus on our in our brand and we know our gifts we've developed this heart-based message and now we're reinforcing that message and we're communicating that message um, in a variety uh, on a variety of platforms what do you see come out of that historically so what's the proof Mm -hmm. that that works yeah the first that's a great question the first thing is is that you move from being a practice to a brand you actually watch the transformation and here's how you know you shift as an owner from options, from obligation to options. You get to pick and choose the role that you have, the customers you work with, the, the what you work on in the business. That's when you have a brand. The second thing is, is you have a set of principles that you could teach to your successor. Uh, Boise State football is a classic example of this. Having a series of head coaches in the, this era of winning that they've been under, they've moved from being a sp- uh, a football team to a brand because there is a, a transfer of culture from leader to leader to leader to pit, um, as they, as they've continued on and, in in, uh, in, in over time more specifically then related to something almost measurable. You can watch it is you shift to being demand based instead of output based. And what I mean by that is people come to you and they have a specific problem they want solved and they say, uh, go get go get me so and so. So for for you, for example, and some of the coaching that you do from a speaker coaching standpoint, they say go get me Dale Dixon. They don't go hey go find me a speaker coach. They ask for you by name. That's when you know you have a brand, you know, a focus brand. And then ultimately, it's about real estate, and the real estate is in the hearts and minds of the audience. And the term we use is to own the conversation. If you own the conversation, it triggers the law of attraction, and that stuff that you would have totally missed as a generalist because there's no point for them to attach to. When you own the conversation and you trigger the law of attraction, you start to create a, uh, a line out the door. And you look at um, the difference between like a, a, a national chain restaurant with all those tables and a mechanism for basically for the delivering of mediocre food versus a small boutique style restaurant with limited number of tables and it's hard to get a reservation. One is a business and the other is a brand. And the difference is the law of attraction, drawing people in and asking and paying for something of value without you having to negotiate, without you having to give discounts. When's the last time you ever heard, you know, Apple have a sale other than maybe, you know, if they're trying to get rid of excess inventory? Um, That's the sign that you've moved from practice to brand is that people are coming to you and willing to pay the value of what you do. 
Um, and it's not really even a negotiable matter anymore because they want it so much. Where we want to be. That's right. Uh, he is Justin Foster. The company is Root and River. He's also part of the faculty for the Complete Leader Program. You can reach out to Justin, share your thoughts on this valuable information that he has shared with us. You'll find his contact information in the show notes of this podcast. We'd also love to have you subscribe to this podcast in iTunes. While you are there, if you would write a review and rate the podcast, we hope we have earned those five stars from you on that rating. We definitely appreciate you spending this time with us as we've learned how to create a focused brand. This is the Complete Leader Podcast, everything you need to become a high-performing leader. Thanks for listening to the Complete Leader Podcast. Find more online, thecompleteleader.org. 